0: Retta, I'm so happy we made this happen. You are been on my list of people I need to hit record when we're talking and share our conversations with the world. So I'm so happy you're here. And for those that don't yet know Retta, she's an executive coach and an evolutionary astrologer. And I just gotta say she's pretty badass that you you do. You are badass that thank you. Working with you know, professionals and entrepreneurs and really helping them lean into the stars to help them find meaning in life and in work is just so brilliant. I think everyone has at some point looked at their astrological chart and tried to see what their forecast is, or maybe even looked at their birth chart to find some meaning. But to bridge that into a business setting, I just can't stop thinking about and talking about, and even got to experience a bit of that personally. So I'm just so happy you're here and I love to talk about that. But let's first start with having you share how you arrived here, you know, share your journey, how you brought the wisdom of the stars into the business setting. Cause I knew like me, we grew up in corporate America. So Mm -hmm. I just really want to hear how you arrived here.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you for that introduction. Thanks for having me. And I hope Foxy doesn't cough into this microphone. I'm holding my dog Foxy right now, but it's how I got here, you know, I, I grew up always wanting to be successful in corporate America. That was my dream to have the big shoulder pad padded blazer on and be a corporate CEO, you know, and I found as I got into business it was, it was much harder to find the right fit. I I found that each year I was buying what color is my parachute. And I had jobs, I was working hard. I'd gotten an MBA, but it still felt like I wasn't finding my right place. And, and so, so that was always going on in the back of my mind. And then it was around 2010, 2011, that I met an astrologer at a you know this networking event we were seated beside each other and i had never ever considered astrology as an answer to anything anything that was important let me put it that way now of course i had grown up always reading my horoscope like in cosmopolitan i'm of that generation where you look it up in the magazine right but of course as soon as i get the magazine first thing i would look for was my astrology my horoscope so there was a i'm doing it but i don't really believe it kind of you know split anyway jumping forward i meet this woman and at this time i was like senior director in this enormous corporation running a team a marketing branding team and so from the outside it looked like i'd found my place if that makes sense but i'm still feeling it's not quite right i find this astrologer i start seeing her she reads my natal chart and she's telling me things about myself that That I had thought, but I'd never said aloud things that I wanted to do or longed for I'd always longed to be an entrepreneur. But what I did was run teams, and so I thought I can't be an entrepreneur I need what I do is run teams. so I need to be in an organization so through the chart she's she was validating this entrepreneurial drive and that that's what my soul had really come to do. And I had default settings. My karma was good at managing other people and being kind of a, a, really a servant in a, in a sense, but not putting myself in my dreams first. And, and so through, through that, that's how I came to it. And it also helped me in do even do that job better. Cause then I learned things about myself. Like I'm an activator. I, if you want something done, I'm going to do it fast. I don't ask a lot of questions. I just do. And sometimes that doesn't work well on teams. And it's sometimes it's, it's exactly what's needed. So once I could identify it and say to my team, oh, I'm an activator. So do you want me to go now or do you want me to check in with people? So that's, that's a long, long answer, a way of saying how I started to put it to use in my current job in the job at that time. And then eventually went out on my own to have my own business, which is truly what my soul longed to do. And it's what I believe, I came here to to face that fear of going out on my own and trying it. I'm gonna stop there, that was a lot. (laughs) And it was so good. And
0: I think it really helps emphasize how, the mystery of the cosmos can be brought into this earthly plane to help people make sense of their incarnation, like what they're here to do and what they're and how they're meant to show up. So I think that's just a beautiful story to really root that for, you know, people that might not see how those two can really complement each other.
1: Yeah. You know, a lot of people will or they're just coming to know astrology, they know about the forecasts, they know about, well, on social media, on Instagram, I saw it's a new moon, or I saw Pluto's doing something. And that's that stuff is important. But what I work with is someone's natal chart. And the natal chart is a snapshot of the sky. At the moment you're born, it shows what sign every planet was in. And and each planet and each sign means something and and I treat this this natal chart is basically like your syllabus for this lifetime it has in it the the lessons you're here to learn the challenges you're to face and it also has your special gifts and talents in there to do it and you know I and I tell my clients like okay you were born with this block and if it's in the chart if it's in your syllabus it also means you were born with the innate gifts and tools to address this block. So don't be scared if we've got a block in the chart. Everybody's got one. And for me, there was a lot of comfort and validation in hearing that because they were like, I have a, my block was in launching myself into the world. And I'm like, oh, I always felt that. I always felt like it was extra hard for me. And, it, and, and where the block is, it means keep focusing on it. Don't give up because it's hard. You got to be disciplined and pragmatic, and then it it will transform into a key part of your mission. So knowing that was like aha! It doesn't mean I'm hitting walls. Means stop, go another direction for this specific thing. It was telling me, oh, these walls mean actually it's not a wall. It's more of the analogy of uh, climbing a mountain, and yes, it's steep and it's exhausting but I'm on the right path. And that's what I believe the the natal chart can tell you.
0: You describe that so eloquently because it is almost like a blueprint or a template of how you move through life. And Mm -hmm. I think when you think of it as a syllabus. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for those of us that just feel like life is just a big learning journey that really Mm -hmm. resonates too. Mm -hmm. And there's something you said that maybe you can expand on of just how that moment you're born can really outline your, your life's work for you and provide you that deeper meaning to follow, to pursue your soul's Mm -hmm. desires, like what you're here to do. The part I'd love to know more is how like you then make that actionable. Cause I feel like in the past when I've had my natal chart read, I'm like, that's great. I know myself more than I thought I would ever know. But then I'm like, now what?
1: Exactly. That's how I felt too. In all the readings and at that time, the astrologers that I was seeing, I saw a couple of different ones after a while. And it would be like 75 to 90 minutes of someone just talking at me. A little bit of interaction, but mostly it's someone, astrologers are very, you know, intellectual and they've got, they feel like I've got a lot I need to tell you. So just let me tell you. And they're being of service in, you know, transmitting this information. I felt like I wanted two things. I wanted more dialogue during the reading. And like you, I'm like, well, now what? So what? Now, help me. Yeah, I wanted more. So since my background is in launching products and brands and as well as some project management, I thought, well, this is perfect. I want to help launch people. Let me launch you. Whether you're launching a business, because I have some clients that come to me that are entrepreneurs, I help them launch their business, or help them like make that pivot and launch themselves in a different way in the corporate environment. So that's why I say I'm also a coach, because I want to stay with you through the transformation. And when you hit blocks and hiccups and start going back into the default behavior, like for me would have been I'm just going to go get another corporate job, which for me is not the right path for others. It is. And so seeing that, I can see it in the chart and I can talk my client through that. I can also see in the chart, the sector layer of where the planet's today and where the planets are today will inform you of the key timing. When is the right time to look for a new job or the right time to launch a business? And so I have that also to stick with the person through their, their transition or transformation.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about this one. And let's, I don't like saying unpack, let's unravel this a little bit. Okay. Because I feel like oftentimes and the clients that I work with is when someone's at a crossroads in their career, it's usually that point where it's like, how did I end up here again? Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. why is this not working itself out mm-hmm. you know why is this relationship look so much like my past relationships with my managers so we don't necessarily know the timing we mm-hmm. have to kind of be at that crossroads and in that ickiness and in the mucky muck to, before mm-hmm. we're willing to explore that and I feel like now more than ever people that are at that crossroads are curious to try something different than past executive coaches and that's where mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, someone like you or I could really help. And so when they're in that place and they have the courage and curiosity to lean into astrology, to help them navigate, tell me a little bit about how the, the, that second sector or that second layer of timing
1: can help them. Okay. Someone's coming to a crossroads and they're like, Oh, I've been here before. I keep bumping up against this. I'm going to first look at the, natal chart because it might be a there's a lesson in here there's something their soul came to learn and they're doing it as part of that default pattern as part of the karma and they need to take this leap or stretch and move do it differently and it's almost almost written right out in the chart whether the person can hear it i do this because i feel like it bounces off because they're still not ready to hear it 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 can take i think it can take time to, to try the new behavior And that's why we end up there again and again and again that's that's one piece of that the other piece is yes the timing can also i could see the it's the nodes i look at that's the karma past life and dharma the the growth the reach goal and if a planet today is in some way significantly relating to these, to the nodes, because they always, they're in pairs, it could be like, oh, this is a time to break a karmic cycle. This is a perfect opportunity. And, and, and the universe, as beautiful as it is, it's going to serve up this opportunity. It's going to bring you that manager that reminds you of that parent you had a challenging relationship with, or it's going to, whatever it might be, it's going to serve it right up. And it's like, okay, this is a great time. Do it differently. And and that's where it's great to have somebody with you, you know, the coach, the the person that with some clients, I'm like, I'm available daily. Let's talk. Call me when it's happening so I can be with you as you're going to go have this conversation differently with that manager or whatever the situation may be. Right.
0: Being a part of how you work and help someone through that and is just... It truly is profound. And I really love how you bring these two together. And I'm wondering in your personal journey, was there a crossroads that you were at and when you were in that corporate space where you're like, okay, I need to relaunching myself in a more meaningful way, in a way that mm-hmm. is in aligned in alignment with my soul's desire, my purpose.
1: Yeah, mine happened because it was I was working with this astrologer and she's saying, It's time to leave. It's time to let go, Pluto is on the Midheaven for astrologers out there. You're probably just all had a huge gasp. Cause it's it's like, ooh, death on the Midheaven is what that can mean. And it's in the house of career. And she's saying, you gotta let go, you gotta let go. And I'm like, but 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 I can't, I can't, I ha- who, who, you know, I couldn't even use words. Cause I mean, this is how I make money. This is how, what, I, it's my identity. And, Yes, I identity. It's everything. Nothing made any sense. I didn't have the next thing, but there was Pluto saying now when Pluto comes somewhere, it's time for transformation. And it typically comes in the phase of there's a death transformation and rebirth. So something needed to let go of something. And also I was becoming ill. I was in the early stages of adrenal fatigue and having all kinds of health symptoms but i was still at that job i am still showing up i'm not i wasn't listening to my body and then then it came the massive layoff and the death happened it was taken away from me and the gift and of death happened the gift exactly so pluto and that's what they say like synchronistically there a loss will happen that pluto is showing you it is time to let go of something you can do it i could have done it earlier or wait and it will happen for you because that energy can't be changed. The energy of Pluto is present. And what I also love is now I know what it means. So if I see this in somebody else's chart, I'm not just telling them what I read in a book or listened to in a lecture. I'm like, oh no, I live through this. And it, then there was the transformation and there was the rebirth. So that's how I, and then what I noticed during that time, instead of, get your resume ready get another job I just couldn't I I was repulsed at the idea I I'd get really sleepy but if someone handed me an astrology book I was lit up and I couldn't get enough of it and so I started taking online classes and I would stay up till two reading which was not good if you have adrenal fatigue but and I hired my first coach too even though so I'm I don't have a job. I'm freaked out financially, but I summoned the courage to hire a coach. And she just kept encouraging me, follow the energy, follow what you love, which I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You're <laughs> crazy. I, I come from the world of, you got to do the heart thing, you know, this masculine, and maybe that's even not the toxic masculine, what I'm talking about that effort and fighting and grind. she
0: just,
1: yeah, you know, and she was encouraging me to go that way. It followed the love, sign up for that apprenticeship program. Cause I also told myself I'm too old to become an astrologer. Like it's too late. I think I was, I don't know, 45, 47. I'm like, it's too late. It takes 20 years to be an astrologer. <laughs> and And I had this, you know, there was the inner critic Telling me what I couldn't do, and so the coach, help help me get you know, sort through that. Which inner voice do I want to listen to? Follow the energy, and and so I did. I started studying astrology. I did take a couple of little part time marketing consulting jobs. Follow the astrology. Took a coaching training, and I just kept taking step step step, and then here we are today. Yes,
0: and I'm so grateful that you. Travel the road that is a little more daunting and a lot of people which less travel, but you did it and you showed up because this, what, you know, what you do is just so needed in this time, in this era. And, you know, I'm curious if you can just talk a little bit about what that might look like for someone that's, you know, in the corporate job and, or they're leading a corporate team. Like, how do you come in and help them? Because I imagine there would probably be, if it's like a leader of a group, a little bit of resistance. Cause it's like, oh my God, you're going to tell my people they're in the wrong job.
1: Yes. Yes. And that's not, and it's that everyone's purpose and soul's destiny is, is very different. There are people who are meant to stay in that corporate space and lead. And so, so what I help people do is just get clarity, career clarity. And, and so there's a couple of things that popped up as you were saying that, like if I go in and work with a team, I'm focused on do a, I do a workshop more around the team dynamic and let's learn, learn about yourself, what you're, inner motivations, where your gifts and, and where does the shadow pop up, which I have a way of, of of talking about that. So it's a way of learn about yourself and learn about each other. So it's enhancing the, the EQ or EI as people call it today, emotional intelligence. I don't go into your purpose unless you come and we sit and have a one-on-one deep dive in the group. What else about the group? One thing I've helped managers do with their team is then if the team members feel comfortable and let me see their full chart and are okay with me talking to their manager, I get everybody's permission. I can tell the manager what best motivates each of their direct reports because there's certain people who, who, it's an emotional, not emotional, an evolutionary necessity To get a lot of feedback and applause and and this kind of attention there are other people that won't trust that that feels funny to them and so everybody needs a certain amount of feedback and validation but then there's certain ways that people receive it better than others so that's been one thing i've been able to help with how do we give feedback how do we let people know they're appreciated as well as having people feel comfortable really saying what they really prefer to do. There was a situation where two people on the team, at totally the same level, and the manager leader was saying, okay, which one of you would want to handle the, the financial reporting in the spreadsheet? And one person is very Virgo-minded, very dutiful, said, it's really hard. Nobody wants it. I'll do it. And then sitting right beside her with someone also Virgo, but a different kind of Virgo. She had a lot more Gemini with her Virgo. So a lot of energy, high energy. And she loved doing the spreadsheet and she thought, oh, I love doing it. Everybody loves doing it. So I'll stand back and let somebody else have it. And so there was this misunderstanding and through pulling out, pulling that out, we found who really should own that, the spreadsheet with the, with the budget, the financial reporting.
0: Um, That's so beautiful. And I love that you say that because I feel like it's just, you know, to add an exclamation point on that is that there are so many personality tests out there that have been manufactured, if you will. And, you know, without sounding so, feminists, but they're typically have been manufactured by a man and a white male nonetheless. And so, I feel like as we start to sort of soften some of those boundaries, it's really nice to see someone like you that comes in with the wisdom from the stars and can help people navigate them. Because, like you found for yourself, and I have found when I really understand myself when leaning into the stars and the planet, the planetarian placements, it's so powerful. It's so profound that I love that that is that you're bringing that into the business setting to help people move in a way that just truly aligns with them.
1: Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I want to have one more thing about the team dynamics. This might be a better example is that I can tell when people read and learn about themselves and learn their how they dawn on others. The rising sign is how other people see you as well as the way you see the world. So if someone has an Aries rising, they dawn on some other people as their direct action, let's go. And that can scare some people. And the Aries person, this was was in fact what happened to me, I thought I'm getting stuff done and I'm a great team player. I found later there was some, more people with a lot more water who were terrified of me and I had no idea. And so we did the exercise as a team and then we had a name for it. We could just say, oh, that's that's that red is activating. So the someone who was frightened by it, then I could then say, oh, am I activating too fast? And the other person might say, oh, your activation's scaring me a bit. Like we had this language that wasn't red as a bully. It was a red steamrolling us. It was this facet of my makeup and you can manage it. It's not your Aries rising. That's just how you are. You can dial it up. You can dial it down once you're aware of it. And
0: you can also realize that the team can realize rather would be great for this project. Yes. And then yes. you're like shining because you're doing the work that just is so right for you.
1: Exactly. That is, that is the ideal scenario. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. So while I could talk to you forever on yes. this topic, or actually just in general, but I want to, I'd like to ask this question of how, excuse me, what... What's some practical guidance you would offer your younger self to lean into, you know, this curiosity that landed you where you are?
1: Oh, I would tell her to follow the heart more, sooner. I did, I made a lot of choices through when I was younger, even in college curriculum and major thinking from thinking from, oh, this will get me a good job. This is what employers look for. I didn't follow, this is what I love. This is what I'm good at. And I think that would have sent me on a different path. And maybe maybe even in, I might've ended up in the same roles, but I would have come at it from more of a grounded heart place. And that's what.
0: I love that. It's so good. I love asking this question because I hope that someday our teen daughters will listen to the podcast and find it inspiring. And they make it all the way to the end to hear the sage advice that is Mm -hmm. so often shared. So thank you, Retta. It's such Mm -hmm. a pleasure to have you. And I appreciate you making time for this conversation.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. I love talking to you too. Mm